Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 145 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yep, um, we're back. Dude, this this week was something else with the news. Like so, so many things like were announced that like blew my brain open <laughs> and I, I still have not recovered from one of them. I'm still reeling at the fact that it even exists. Uh, I do want to know we're not going to do a part three this week. Because... That is that is true. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, because. I might accidentally make it just as long <laughs> as a normal episode because I have things to say about these things okay. that happened in the news. Uh, we didn't put this on here, but the I'm just going to say it first. The OLED switch uh, did go up for pre-order just all of a sudden the day before Nintendo was like, hey, it's going up for pre-order tomorrow. Um, and every retailer that I saw fucked it up. Um they basically said like, oh, yeah, it'll go up at like noon PST, 3 p.m. EST. I ended up getting my pre-order at Walmart, which went up at 317. So 17 minutes late. And I don't know if that was like on purpose or not. Like, I don't know if they just like forgot. And then 317 was the time the intern hit the button or something. I kind of wonder like for like bots they yeah were so like I, I wonder i wonder if it was for like bot deterrent um and then like best buy did their weird dumb system that like doesn't actually work ever but then they added a new fun layer where even if you were logged into your account it forced everyone to log out of their account and then when they logged in they had to like verify their account again except that it like didn't work for a lot of people. <laughs> and then Best Buy also has a weird thing where like it, it, it has a separate stock for online and your local store. So like once the online stock is sold out, if your local store doesn't have an allotment, you can't get it. Mm -hmm. So like I, I could have gotten one from our local Best Buy as well, but um, the person who I was going to get it for decided that they did not actually want it. So. Um, but I was surprised that that actually worked. And then Amazon just was like, man, fuck you guys and put it up like four hours later or something. Mm. Uh, so everyone thought that they were in a fight with Am Nintendo and Amazon were fighting again, <laughs> like they were during the 3ds days. Uh, and that sold out in a minute or something mm. like, like immediately. I don't know how that ha It always happens on Amazon and GameStop's website just like blew up. I, I don't know what happened there. Well, GameStop usually does the thing where you have to just wait in line. They do, but their website just like, mm. I don't know. It seemed really bad, uh, that, which is actually why I think when we get to the Steam Deck stuff, that the way that pre-order stuff worked was interesting yes. and also fucked up a lot. Uh, uh, do you want to just talk about that since we've already... Uh, I mean, yeah. I, so I, I think that is the biggest news story of the yes. week um, by a large margin is that Steam was just like the this day that the OLED switch went up for sale they were like yo guess what we made the switch pro that mm -hmm. Nintendo wouldn't make and it, it is literally just like a handheld PC right like it I think the button placement will not do good things for my hands because it's like at the top of the thing I don't know the buttons are like sliding off the side of it it looks very weird are you getting this no, I did not. No, um, I mean, like, what, do you think this is something you would get eventually or not? Uh, eventually. So 
it's very expensive for the one that I would want. Right. So they released three models, which was the 64 gigabyte one is the lowest price one, which is $400. And that um, just has like a regular flash memory hard drive, like the same super slow flash memory that the switch has in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and 64 gig is a decent amount, especially for PC games and stuff. And well, it- especially since, I mean, this is just going to be another way for people to play uh, indies probably. Mm-hmm. So that that's where it gets weird is like because it does not run Windows, it runs Steam OS, which is Linux based. Not every game can run on it, but they are touting that it will stream the games like you can from Steam already. So that that was my question is because one of the games they showed in a lot of the adverts was Control. And I don't know if that was like running natively on the thing or if that was streaming because I, I didn't pay enough attention to sure. like when IGN got hands on and stuff like that. Um, but that base model is like fine. I think if that's something that you want to do uh, and the two models after that, which are like <laughs> 256 gigs and something else, I can't remember, but those are SSDs instead in there so they are way faster and that's one of the ones i would want but it's like bizarre because it uses one of amd's new mobile chips which are very good uh in terms of like graphics they are very good in terms of battery life which is something that intel's mobile chips have a lot of issue with like amd's are just much more power efficient in terms of stuff like that so it makes sense in a handheld like this but the resolution of the screen is like pretty high um but it's still only is 60 frames a second Mm. so that's fine and that's good for a lot of people i think but for a screen that's that high resolution there's no real reason why it should not be 120 hertz refresh rate and i bet that is something that they will change when they make like a second iteration of this um this just shows my ignorance would it like would it just be more powerful so then like you're burning more battery life yes so it would burn a lot more battery, and that's most likely the reason it doesn't do that now. Um, but it, then again, it's one of those things where like you should be able to have that option, I think, if you want oh, yeah. that. Uh, but but I mean, it makes sense. Like what they did makes sense for a first like out of the gate, all of a sudden surprise announcement. Like it's crazy. Um, yeah. Then, and yeah. You know, oh, sorry. I don't know. Like I, it's not for you and me. Yes. You know what I? You know what I mean? Like I. I talked about this with someone earlier today and it was like, I was the kid who would buy like 3ds and DS games and sit at home and play them. Mm-hmm. Like I was never the person who was like, ah, oh, yes, I'm going to save this up for like my summer vacation trip across the country. Like if there was a game I wanted to play on the 3ds, I would just sit over here on the couch and fucking <laughs> play it like a psychopath. And, and I'm also on the TV, right? Yeah, exactly. Or I'm also the person who is picking only playing like really long JRPGs on a handheld, mm-hmm. which is usually the opposite of what most people want for for them. They want them to be like more mobile, like bite sized things yes. that you can like pick up and put down. That's not what I want. Mm-hmm. Like I am the person who is the opposite of that market. Uh, so like I have I just built a new PC. It doesn't really make sense for me to pay for this thing. Right. Even though it is neat and like you can get the docks that they have to like hook it up to a TV. So like I think for someone who 
doesn't have a good PC, but like wants something that is a little bit more plug and play and is easier and you could play it handheld or put it on a TV if you wanted to pay money for one of those weird docks. Like, sure, that makes sense. But I think like for the way you and me do stuff, (laughs) it's zero sense. Like it just I thought about it for a minute. I was like, this is really expensive for something I will probably never actually use. You're telling me you just built like over a thousand dollar PC and you would rather sit on, you wouldn't rather just sit on your couch and play that way. Exactly. But I also could just do that now, right? Like I could run an HDMI from my computer to my TV and use a wireless controller. Like, yeah, it's not like I'm going to be like, Oh my God, I'm fucking three hours away and I have to play my steam library. Like there's, there's no scenario in which I will be in that, but I get that people want that. Like that's why the switch sells to a lot of people is because the portability really Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. Uh, but I think again, if we're talking like high school age, yeah, sure. Where like, cause like even like just things are different than when we were in high school. And I bet like more people have like switches and stuff where like you occasionally saw like a a PSP or like a a Nintendo handheld, but like Mm -hmm. it wasn't the most common where I bet like you see a lot more switches today than we ever saw. Yeah. I I would, I would assume that. So like like, even that and like, just kind of like riding on the bus home from school type of thing where like Mm -hmm. you and I just kind of like, we just drive yeah exactly like i can't drive and play Mm -hmm. this thing at the same time when i go to work like there are very specific people who this is for Mm -hmm. and we are not that but i I do get it like i I think that this is a really cool piece of hardware and i'm interested to see where it goes because steam has a bad history with this i think and like well i was gonna bring up the steam machine yeah the steam machines like their whole grand design was like oh, this is basically just like a set-top box that has Steam OS on it, and it's going to work like a console. And we're not going to put one out, but like all of these manufacturers will have the ability to put these out. And like that flooded the market with a bunch of weird bullshit that no one bought, right? right. And like it just didn't become anything. Whereas I think Valve got a little bit better at making hardware because their newest hardware before this was the valve index, their VR thing. And it's like still the best VR thing in theory. So uh, this thing is cool. And like the specs behind it work, the hands-ons with it all seem to be fairly positive about it. Um, And if, if they do the same thing where like other developers or product manufacturers can take that on and like make tweaks to it, but still have it be largely the same handheld device like that, that's cool. Like if someone mm-hmm. can make a more cost effective one that nece- maybe is only for playing indies instead of being more graphically powerful. Uh, that's neat. Um, if that works out, I just, I, I do think it's a really cool thing. And I think it's funny when people are like, I mean, Hey, this is a switch pro because like right, right. it basically is like, it is just like three times as powerful as what the <laughs> switch is or some crazy shit for like, not that much more money than what the switch is. But obviously, it's not going to play Nintendo games, right? So that that would be the major differentiator there. But like this, this works for a lot of people, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and like what they did with the pre-orders, I do think is smart. Uh, that's that's how we segued into this originally. But they basically it's on Steam that you mm-hmm. have to pre-order this, so you have to have a Steam account. And it was Steam accounts have to be newer than 
or, or older than 48 hours to like be able to get into the queue, which right. fucked up because I saw a lot of people who were like, my Steam account's 17 years old and it's saying it's it's <laughs> not new. It's too new. They're like, man, if only I had made it a couple hours earlier, I would have been able to get in. Uh, but that just seemed like because the servers were getting bombarded sure. and eventually it just like crumbled under the weight. But at the very beginning, people were just like, oh, I got one. And like, you don't have to pay for it right away. You have to put like five dollars down minimum, I think. Uh, but that in theory, it is a good deterrent. <laughs> And to and a way to ensure that only yes. people who want to get it and would actually use it would be getting it because most resellers probably don't have a Steam account to you know that they use or to give a shit about right or they have so, one and not like yeah a not bunch. A, a whole bunch so that that that's cool and like it worked um, right. in theory I think the queue like kind of broke and it was unclear whether like when it broke should you refresh or should you wait mm. uh, so but I, I did see a lot of people getting them so it seemed like there were way way more of the like small of the 64 gig model than the other ones it seemed like they were much much less because I assume they're way more expensive to produce because sure. they both have as larger SSDs in them and are much more expensive but yeah, I don't know. It, it's cool because it is like them entering the mobile space. And it uh, it brought up the point that I saw a lot in that Microsoft very much should make something similar to this. Should they? Yes, because it for Game Pass. It's ridiculous. Because, because like they have like it seems like they're going more with the, the streaming. Which they could do that on this, too. I, I'm just saying, like, because, like, I can play, like, Game Pass games on my phone mm -hmm. with the streaming. And I, I've messed around with it a little bit. It works fine. Yeah. I, it, I, 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 so I, I kind of wonder if that's where they're more focused and not necessarily on, like, creating something like this. Possibly. But, I mean, I think this would do very well for them in the same reason. It's like if you could just have a thing that plays all your Game Pass games oh, on yeah. the go, whether downloaded or not. And it basically runs Windows like, I don't mm. know. I think that would be a very big seller and a big thing for a lot of people. But Oh, I, I agree. Who knows? Um, and they could probably just set it up where, where it's kind of like they have those deals where it's like, hey, pay us like $20, $25 a month for like two years and you get Game Pass. And then at the end of it, like you've paid off this like this handheld. Mm -hmm. like, I'm sure they would do something like that as well. Yeah, and I mean, especially if it was like a Switch and it mm -hmm. came with a dock type thing that just hooks up to your TV via HDMI, like, yeah, I think that would be a mm -hmm. big thing, especially for like Game Pass. But yes, who knows? I mean, I, I just think this is interesting because it just like it came out of nowhere, really. I mean, there were rumors that it was happening, uh, but, you know, they also announced it at the same day that the Elgato new Elgato Stream Deck was announced which was very confusing mm -hmm. the steam deck and the stream deck. I don't know why you would do that, but you know, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, I guess I don't really have anything else to say about it. I just think yeah, it's yeah. a neat, it's a neat thing that like doesn't really change a lot because it's still just PC games. But I think that it may make Nintendo reconsider how weak the switch is. I don't think Nintendo, this will change Nintendo's plans at all. Uh, I mean, I don't think it will. I think it should. 
it should. I don't think <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> there is there is a potential that some of the higher higher ups at Nintendo don't even know this is a thing right now. That's probably true. <laughs> um, but it's just funny because Valve basically is like, "Hey, we made the Switch." Uh-huh. And it's like, "Oh no, <laughs> Nintendo, your thing can barely play Discaea Six. All right, shit's shit's insane. What's going on over there?" And you're putting one out that just has an OLED screen and an <laughs> Ethernet cable port. So, well, that's not even the console or the yes, the the console that is just like their plastic dock. That, their plastic yeah. dock thing, yeah. <laughs> so, yikes! <laughs> What's the kickstand like on the on the Steam Deck? Is it got a good kickstand? Who knows? I didn't look at that. Mm, that's a good question. But. Um... The the news article that I wrote here first, I is a testament to why Nintendo will not change their course because a lot of Japanese companies do bizarre shit like this. And there was an article going around that Lost Judgment might be the last game in the Judgment series because of a dispute between Sega and the lead actor's talent agency. Mm-hmm. And this is insane because it's real. It right. was it was published by a Japanese newspaper, like from a legitimate source, and it is basically the talent agency said that the games can be on console, but they do not want them to be on PC. Like it was like a specific stipulation, because like somehow that would like tarnish the brand or something. It just is like fucking baffling and makes no sense. (laughs) And so because Sega's like, yo, but steam makes us a lot of money, Mm -hmm. especially overseas. Like we want to put this on steam and they're getting into this whole dispute about how they do not want to do that. And it makes zero sense. (laughs) It makes no sense. Mm -hmm. I, I just like, I read this article and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, this just has to be a fundamental misunderstanding of like Western culture, Western culture. And like, I, I guess in the vaguest sense, I can see why they would think that because the steam version is more moddable. So like, maybe they think like, oh, well, what if the actor is like modded out or they like make him do weird stuff like have sex with Conan O'Brien. Or, like, make them a woman with big boobs or something. Sure, yeah, but, like, little did they, that already happened. Yeah, well, it happens in every game, I I know, but but also, people have modded PlayStation 4s. So, it's already happened with the PS4 version of Judgment. Mm. I saw a lot of pictures of this stuff. People have modded him into Yakuza. Because it's the same fucking engine! (laughs) People have a lot of free time. Yes. And so it's just one of those things where it's like this. Yeah. How does this happen, man? There's they should not be contemplating ending the series that is very successful worldwide because of this stupid. This stupid kind of thing. Here's the thing. This is just the Japanese voice actor, right? The Japanese actor specifically that the character model is based on oh it's not even the voice actor 
It's both. Oh, okay, it's both. He just is the guy. So, so they can't use they couldn't even use his likeness. Correct. Yes. Okay, so that's where it gets a little Yeah, that's why it's weird. I mean, I assume if it does well enough, they would just change it like they did for all the Yakuza people who got caught with cocaine or whatever. Sure. Um Well that would be harder to do. It would be harder to do, yes. Uh, but you could be like, oh, you know, he had plastic surgery. He had to get plastic surgery to go deep undercover. Yes. Yeah, yeah and I would love that. And <laughs> I, in a, in a game that the Yakuza team makes, you could pull that off. Yes. Uh, but it's just like, what? this is baffling. And it's the same thing that I, in the most recent Grub Snacks, Jeff Grubb talks about when people keep being like, why do you think Persona 5 is not on PC? And he's just like, because I think Sega's dumb as fuck. <laughs> and they just like have some weird aversion to putting it on Steam, even though it would sell a ton. And he was like, they were surprised by how much Persona 4 Golden sold. And he was like, how could you be surprised? I was not. So no one was surprised. Of course, it sold a shitload. It's one of the most anticipated mm-hmm. Steam releases of all time. Like your beloved RPG franchise is on another new platform. Oh, my. It was popular. What? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's just so baffling. I, so I think Sega is weird in general, but this at least is them fighting for something that seems correct. Well, like, I mean, just recently, they finally started putting games on the Xbox. Yeah, and I I bet that is probably because Microsoft is giving them money to do sure. so. I mean, like, they finally just started putting, like, Yakuza and stuff on, you know, Game Pass. Yeah, and I mean, the same within the last couple of years is when Yakuza started coming to PC as well. Right. Um, and I bet that's also because of Microsoft. So, like, <laughs> it's just one of those things where I, I, I just, it seems bizarre to miss out on a whole mm-hmm. huge market like that. Like, sure, it's not that big in Japan, but it's huge in Europe and the US. So, like, if you can do that mm-hmm. and it's not like you're producing physical anything, it's not costing you money in that way. You're just putting the fucking file up on the on their server. Do you think it's pirate? Like, they're like, oh, my God, piracy. I, maybe. And like, so that's like back in the old days of video game journalism where people would say Square Enix used to not send them copies, new copies of their games because they didn't understand the Internet and thought that it, they were like going to put it up for free to download for pirates and shit. It's like, no, we're GameSpot. We're GameSpot.com. Like, uh-huh. we're just going to preview it and it's going to be like free advertising for you. But like they didn't used to get that. And like it just seems like a weird kind of resurfacing of that where it's like. (sighs) Was it was it Persona 5 that they were like, you can't stream this on Twitch? Yes, it was. And that was baffling (laughs) then as well. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, like that recent mm-hmm. um, Nintendo Direct where the Japanese tweet about like how you shouldn't restream that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you're like your account will get copyright stricken and it's like you're going to get mad at these people for giving you free ad. <laughs> They're basically restreaming your ad. Yes, yes. How is that? How is that hurtful to you in any way? They're getting it to a wider audience like people are looking forward to your shit. The only so weird. The only thing is they sell like the quote-unquote ad space or whatever yeah and they can't count those viewers i guess i guess that does make sense but even so that's why like the e3 stuff was weird too it was like 
you're letting less people have access to your advertisements for yep. your products. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it. Which I mean, like how hard would it be to just like tally up all the views from just like, well, like, exactly. yes. like, some, like it, it wouldn't be that much harder to just no. figure out like how many people saw this. Yes. Uh, but like, that would be my, that is my only guess is they can't like for viewership. They can't quite for like selling ads and being like, I don't know that it, it is odd. And so like, yeah, it's just like a, it's some type of cultural thing or just yes. like a misunderstanding of how things work. Sometimes I think in like this judgment thing, I think is like peak misunderstanding or something because I they would have to be leaving a ton of money on the table. And it's like mm-hmm. the fucking talent agency probably has to get a cut of whatever the steam revenue would be as well. So it's like, oh, no, more money. <laughs> Fuck our ta- our actor gets more exposure. Oh, uh-huh. no, I just. Manny, do you want to know what's also baffling? What? How Nickelodeon All-Stars has a better net code than Super Smash Brothers. That is baffling. <laughs> Matt, this is actually my favorite news of the week. I am so excited. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl was announced. It is literally a Nickelodeon-based Super uh-huh. Smash Brothers clone, and it is a clone. It is the same thing, and it has weird Nickelodeon characters in it. But what I love about this is there is an indie Smash clone called Slap City that has rollback netcode, and people really like it. This is that team. The Slap City team was approached and asked if they wanted to make a Nickelodeon Smash clone, and they said, hell yeah, (laughs) and it's going to have good rollback netcode in it. Uh Um, they, it has wave dashing like melee. So it's basically just like exactly what smash fans want, but with Nickelodeon characters. Yes. It's got SpongeBob (laughs) and Sandy in it and Patrick. Uh, and I just think this is fucking sick Uh because it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And it looks so stupid. It's like Reptar punching Helga from Hey Arnold. And like, I love that. Well, didn't they make like a Shrek? There is a there is a Shrek one for GameCube that people really like. Uh, So I just like this is funny to me. And I think Mm -hmm. it's so good because it's just like the two things that happened this week are all eating. They're (laughs) eating Nintendo's lunch. Steam or Valve is making a better version of the Switch. A random indie team is making a better Smash Brothers than Smash Brothers, but it's I don't know. I'd go that far. I'd go that far. We'll say better online. Online, in terms of quality, though, I think that it could be the case as well. But it just fucking. I wonder how this is. Is this being well received by the Smash community? Because like I know they're really weird about that stuff. That I don't know. It's being well received by everyone that I saw. That is that is a human. Um, Mm -hmm. because. Dude, we grew I Nickelodeon, man. I just like the fact that I can play as SpongeBob, I think is really <laughs> funny. Um, so some of the choices of what they showed, because it's not the whole roster, are just like kind of baffling. Like for SpongeBob, it makes sense. There was SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sandy. Well, I mean, I assume Squidward will be there. Uh, but those ones made sense, but then a lot of the other franchises they showed, like the main characters of the franchise were not who they announced. Like from Ren and Stimpy, they didn't show Ren or Stimpy. They showed Powdered Toast Man, Oh, which like that's interesting. I'm sure Ren or and or Stimpy will be in it. But um, from Rugrats, it's just Reptar so far. 
um from ah real monsters it's just the girl monster oblina um from hey arnold arnold is not there it's they only showed helga and it's like listen we have to have football head how can how can that not be the, i mean i'm sure that'll be a thing it's just what they picked to show initially sure. or whatever uh from the wild thornberries it's just nigel thornberry so far well, that's what you want though i but like eliza and darwin are the two main characters of that show I, yeah, so but I like that is uh, i mean it's hilarious good. seeing him fight i agree uh-huh. i like the footage of it he's doing weird shit bending around uh-huh. uh and then like some of the other ones like make sense like danny phantom uh there was the ones that were oh the, two of the ninja turtles michael okay. michelangelo and leonardo i hope that Raphael and donatello <laughs> that will, means, be, will be revealed that means they'll be in mortal Kombat uh-huh. and, and nickelodeon yeah uh-huh so i i hope that donatello and Raphael get revealed uh they did not show this is any be a big roster. It will be. Yeah, they did not show any avatar characters, uh, but there was an avatar stage and uh, people have already extrapolated who the silhouettes on the front cover are. So Korra from the Legend of Korra mm-hmm. is there. Um, and because there is a stage, I assume Aang, the original avatar, is there. Uh, and I think a couple of the other Ah Real Monsters characters are there. But yeah, like the ones that I noticed that were like different and they hadn't even talked about the franchise were rocket power i was gonna ask if rocket power is there uh rocket power and fairly odd parents were two where i thought it was like strange because those are both like really popular shows that they did not show or say anything about i would guess that at least fairly odd parents will get in i i am under the impression that maybe people didn't really like rocket power and i i liked it back then i thought it was I okay just, i just kind of wonder if it it just like had a really short reign of maybe like one I guess or two maybe, years yeah maybe that's true uh so, I mean, we'll we'll see, I guess. But it seems like it's going to have a hilariously large roster, which also I think is really funny. Um, everyone's here. Which, I mean, they, that's also something they could definitely just be like, here is Rocket Power DLC. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, like, that is also an option, I guess. And it comes out this fall, so, like... Okay, Rocket Power was four years. Okay. Yeah. Four seasons. So like, you know, that's... but yeah, I, w- I would like, I would have expected rocket power and that cat dog. They did not uh, mm. talk about, but I think but fairly odd parents is the one that's surprising. Cause yeah. that one, that one felt like it was a lot bigger. Yeah. Cat dog, I think is on the, one of the silhouettes on the cover people mm. that people were able to extrapolate. Um, so like, yeah, well, that, that's a, that's a bigger one. They just had that Nickelodeon cart racer. That's true. The one that I'm sad about, though, is because is Doug, because Doug got bought out by Disney, got bought by Disney. So I bet Doug will not be in this product. But boy, I would love it if it was. Yeah, that, but that would we'll just have to get Disney to make one. <laughs> yeah. Um, And, and uh, what was the So Invader Zim is in there, um, but like Rocco's Modern Life is not right. So or not yet, at least I would expect Rocco's Modern Life to get in there. I truly believe that Arnold from Hey Arnold needs to be there. Yeah, it seems like the cart racer had SpongeBob, Hey Arnold, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and Rugrats. Yeah. Uh, which actually, that's not a lot of characters. No, yeah, whereas this already has like more characters than that, I think. I'd, okay, yeah, Arnold was uh, Hey yeah. Arnold. Yeah, I. 
I just I'm baffled by that. Like, I would think that at the beginning you would be like, oh, these are all the main characters you expect. But they did not mm-hmm. do that. So, like, there will be a reveal trailer for Ren and Stimpy, which I think sure. is hilarious. Like, I look forward to the Smash trailers, but whenever one of these drops, it's going to be so funny to me. It'll be like, can you guys believe that Squidward Tentacles is in the game? It'll be like, no, I can't. I'm so excited for this. Do you think they'll have like costumes as well and you can play as like handsome Squidward? God, I hope so. (laughs) God, I hope so. (laughs) Or just like, yeah, like Doodle Bob instead of SpongeBob. Like, yeah, go all out with this shit. (laughs) And like, so I was doing the same thing I do with Smash Brothers characters where I was like, oh, who are just like really weird characters you would never expect to be in this. And the one that I came up with is wait, wait, should we turn this into like next week's top, like top 10, top 10 of like 10 characters that we want? We could. But the but the one I thought of was Arnold's Vietnamese neighbor. (laughs) I can't remember what his name is, but I was just like, no one would expect them, you know? <laughs> I have no idea. It makes no sense. It'd be so uh-huh. stupid. But like, I already fucking powdered Toast Man and Reptar. Like, I, whatever. Sure. And I'm sure they can get more characters from Invader Zim, like Gurr and shit. And, you know, they have all the voice actors because it's like a licensed Nickelodeon property. Mm-hmm. So it's, just, it's weird. It's weird. Do you think it'll be more older and try to pander to like, like the like people our age rather than like so kids? There is today? a show in there that has two characters that I had never heard of. Okay, that is more recent, called like the Loud Family, mm. or something. So I think it is doing both. Like I, okay. I guess well, SpongeBob spans all generations now. I guess so. Like SpongeBob, I think it started when we were in like fifth or sixth grade it did and like it's still ongoing Uh, so it makes sense that there would be spongebob characters and the ninja turtles they reboot like every three years on nickelodeon so that makes sense too but yeah 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 i guess hey arnold would be one where i would be like oh this might be too old for like newer kids rugrats too um and like maybe that's why uh well look ren and stimpy's old as fuck too i guess yeah yeah. because i was gonna say maybe that's why red they didn't show anything from rocco's modern life because modern kids probably have like no frame do of they, reference for that does nintendo or does does nickelodeon still have that yes because uh, like there was that netflix there was show, the right? net there was the netflix movie and i don't movie. i because i think that and there was a newer hey arnold movie where he found his parents oh and i, I think those i think those were both on maybe maybe the rocco's modern life one was made by netflix but the hey arnold one i think was on nickelodeon as well mm. but that that came out within the past couple years at least right. like two or three years um, yeah they like go to the jungle and find arnold's parents it's really weird oh um so yeah i <laughs> just so weird i said they should just get the real life shows in there like where's the cast of all that and keenan and kel Uh like it's just like ah yes keenan thompson joins the battle (laughs) like i would love that that doesn't seem like what they're going for at all i think it's just gonna be nicktoons but uh yeah this was announced and i was i looked at it and i like thought the same thing i think of all these licensed games and was like oh I don't care. But then I saw it was a smash clone mm-hmm. and I watched it because my brother sent me the YouTube link and he said, this is made being made by the team that made slap city. And I was like, wait, really? 
and people smashing people really like slap city like in the same way that they like rivals of aether so Mm -hmm. i like was watching it and then i saw in their discord they confirmed that it's probably coming to pc and we'll have rollback netcode and i was like whoa wait 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 (laughs) wait a fucking second like tekken 7 doesn't have rollback netcode grand blue fantasy versus doesn't have rollback netcode and fucking a nickelodeon smash (laughs) clone is on the train before that and i was like this is what's wrong with Mm -hmm. the with fighting games right now is like this fucking random ass shit this and power rangers battle for the grid are like doing things that mainstream fighting games are not and i just think it's like baffling do you want to try to get this into Evo next year? I would love for this to be Evo. <laughs> That's why I lo- the memes coming out of this are fucking uh-huh. amazing. Because they're like using all the smash terms and they're like uh-huh. and people are <laughs> people are salty that they got beaten by my Squidward and shit. It's like it's just it made me so happy. I was it immediately blew up in a way uh-huh. that I was very excited about. Well, as I said, this is like this is perfect for us because this is what we grew up. You know, we yes. grew up watching Nickelodeon. And like, even though this isn't something that I'm going to like fucking play a lot, I will buy mm-hmm. this and dick around with it just because it's funny as hell to me. Like, I just don't. I, plus, sure, I'll support those devs. You know what I mean? Like, they're. Do you think this is going to end up being more expensive than it should just because it is licensed? I think it, I think the price is already there. I think it's only 50 bucks. Okay, but that's still probably a little bit more than it probably, probably yeah. But be. it's still I I don't think it's full price at least. Okay, well, full price is I guess could be seventy. Could be seventy, point. yeah. But yeah, it's coming to everything. I mean, it doesn't look super great graphically, so it's right. coming to the Switch as well. So um, maybe it can run like shit there, and that'll be really funny. No, I I hope it runs better. That that would be excellent. <laughs> They just like lowered the resolution so much. Somehow it uh-huh. works better. It's, it's always at 60, whereas all the other ones too graphically good. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So that comes out this fall. That mm-hmm. gives me a new stupid ass thing to look forward to this fall. Cause it, fall is good. Cause fall could mean, uh, I, I, I always get excited for you know, oh, just stupid games we could play for uh, extra life. Extra so. life. And like, this is the kind of thing where it's like, I will unlock all the characters. Yeah. I'll buy the season pass if you give me one. Like, who could it be? Who Who is going to get into the game? And, like, that's the thing I look forward to is, like, there is a point where maybe all the last Smash character will be revealed, but not all the characters from this game will be revealed. So I can fill the void <laughs> in Smash trailers with Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl trailer announcements. To be like people getting hype that Wanda and Cosmo were finally revealed. <laughs> this stupid fucking game. <sighs> was it? Was Fairly Odd Parents the with the the chin, the crimson chin? Uh, I believe so. Yes. So yeah, hell yeah. See exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all the stupid shit. What about what if the that showed the Angry Beavers? Bring oh, them back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring them back. Get them in there. Bring in the Rugrats, but also the all grown up version. So you can have like teen Chucky versus young <laughs> Chucky, like some mm. Naruto level shit. Or America. Zelda. Like exactly. Zelda yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a young Chucky man. Uh-huh, Come uh-huh. see me. Yeah. Like, oh, so good. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> and like the fact that it is like actually seems like it's high effort and like Nickelodeon was just like, yeah, like go all out with this, I think is even chef's kiss to this whole thing. This I I don't want to change the subject, but I recently saw a tweet 
that was a picture of uh, Stu, and I can't remember the mom's name from Nickelodeon. And they're like, Stu, it was it was thirty three in the show, and the mom was like thirty one. And I was just like, oh no, that's basically our age. That is, that's crazy. Was that? Yes. I think it's Dee Dee. D yeah, Dee Dee. I think you're right. I yes. think so. I can't remember. Stu and Dee Dee Pickles. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they were like they're like early thirties in that show. Yes. And it just kind of broke my brain a little bit. I was like, I don't like hearing this. It breaks me a lot, especially in Japanese stuff where it's like, oh, this character looks like they're in their like mm-hmm. early forties, and it's like, no, they're like twenty three, and you're like, <laughs> what? That like happens all the time in JRPGs uh-huh. where it's like, oh, this person's like what. 37 oh no they're 18 all right cool <laughs> perfect yeah it makes sense uh-uh. it just like blows my mind all the time where i'm like oh god i'm older <laughs> than this character who's supposed to be the old guy uh-huh because no one lives over 30 i mean obviously not <sighs> so yeah that that made my whole week man i was so happy i was like this is this is the dumbest shit i watched the trailer several times and i love it because there are people out there analyzing this shit frame by frame like a smash trailer <laughs> they're like oh did you see this like i saw people extrapolating that reptar is broken already and i was like <laughs> man come on we gotta wait a little bit longer before you guys make shit like this <sighs> it's just so st- <sighs> so i'm i'm happy about this i can't wait when they announce anyone from Avatar, people are going to blow up. They're going to be so excited. So uh, Yeah, because Avatar is like one of the biggest. Yeah, and I, I'll main Korra. Sure, let's go. <clears throat> um, I'll do this other one first because I care about it less. Tokyo Ghostwire. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Sorry, I mix that up sometimes. It was delayed to the surprise of no one. Yeah, we till, haven't heard, yeah. heard of this. Uh, you know what I was thinking about recently? Hmm. Whatever happened to Lego Star Wars? Because like we haven't heard. No, about no, no. That. I I just saw this. I think it oh, is wait, actually wait. coming out. Uh, okay. I See, like. I was on Amazon. Oh no! It still doesn't have a release date. I was gonna say like we really haven't heard anything about that in forever. What day was this? So nine days ago. No, nine days ago it got a release date. What is this? okay no i guess it still is pending but they're nine days ago they put out a bunch of like gameplay okay and so there stuff is... so i guess it, it probably will come out within the next couple months here or at least like a release date will be announced right yeah yeah but uh ghostwire tokyo delayed to early 2022 which makes sense because they had not um you know they hadn't said or done anything right. with it and as a tango game works production you know a microsoft studio uh game that's for the playstation 5 for the first year you would think you would hear about it because sony really seems to be pushing death loop as well uh well i mean like might as well push the one that's actually got a release no yeah that's why i was like i would assume that when this is closer to being done and better to be shown they'll push this a lot i heard it was spooky i heard that it's not as spooky now Mm. so i heard it was spooky <laughs> so yeah that that's weird that's fine early 2022 but the thing that got me heated mm. under the collar is the persona's 25th anniversary coming up here 
seven new projects they teased and now everyone is an idiot an idiot if they think these are all video games this is going to be some anime as well and just like shirts or something so don't get too excited uh but it does seem very likely that uh persona 6 will probably be announced because uh they have all these squares for like the main characters and one of them is a question mark so it seems like before they announce the merch, they're probably going to show at least what the main character of Persona 6 looks like, maybe. Um, but this this is potentially cool, because, like, what if they, like, just reveal that it's coming to Steam for the people? Persona 5. Oh, as one of the, the seven? Yeah, so I, th- I think a couple of them are going to be ports. Like, I think they're hopefully um, going to... Also, it's been rumored for a, a bunch of months that Persona 5 is also coming to the Xbox. Mm. Uh, so that could be one, but I would bet for a PC release of Persona 5 Royal. Um, and people seem to think that Persona 4 Golden will also come to like PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, which you know, if they'd already sold more copies than they thought on Steam, still a baffling concept to me. Uh, you know, I think it would still sell well on consoles because sure. not everyone wants to play it on the Vita or Steam. Oh yeah, and those are two very well. Steam's not an odd place. Yeah, yeah, it's odd to just release it. Just release it on Steam. Yeah, Um, it seems like you're leaving a bunch of money on the table for a a port that you're not even charging full money for. That will take zero effort to put out on those platforms. Um, And you know, I assume there will be like maybe they will port Persona Three to something, or finally put out a translation of Persona Two in the U.S. instead of just half of it. Uh, So I I think it's mostly going to be a bunch of re-releases, but there is a pretty good chance that I think they at least reveal that Persona Six is like in development. And well, Persona character looks like five was what 2017, 2018. Yes, but that team is also working on a different game called Fantasy Relink Mm. or something. It was going to be their first like non Persona game in a really long time. So I, but they have multiple teams now. So it's it's possible that they're working on that and a a new Persona, but that'll come out after that. So I don't know. We'll see. I just thought it was interesting that they teased seven projects. I was like, well, that seems like too many. (laughs) <laughs> but you know maybe there will be new dancing games maybe they'll finally put out the persona kart racer that people had been making fun of and joking was coming out what if they're making a persona 5 fighting game see and that that's one that i think that would make sense as well arc system works is making everything now so yes. sure why not let them continue by making a <laughs> persona 5 arena yeah, and like that was one that people expected as well, especially after Royal came out. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I just like Persona stuff, so I think that's neat. Especially if they made a fucking Dynasty Warriors Persona Five game, like the field is wide open. There are some cool potential for that, but I don't think people should be too shocked if it just ends up being like another re-release of Persona Five and like some shirts mm-hmm. and an anime of some type. So. I don't know. Still neat though. I it's yeah. it's cool that that series is doing well for Sega, and I think it's smart that they should put it out on more platforms <laughs> because it's just like they're leaving sales on the table, and they're always yeah. like, "We're so surprised by how well this sells," and it's like, <laughs> "How at this? How at this point? It makes no fucking sense. You should no longer be surprised by this." Like, oh, Persona Four, one of the <laughs> most widely acclaimed JRPGs of all time. You're shocked mm-hmm. by this? 
because it was on the fucking PS2. And then my favorite is like companies like Square Enix. They'll be like, you know, something will sell well. And they're like, we're very disappointed. We're so disappointed by this. Whereas (laughs) Sega's like, whoa, really? You guys thought this was a good idea on Steam? We told them to just do it Uh because it was like Uh free for us to do. I can't believe this. And they're just like, Uh Sega, (laughs) what the fuck? And like it, the sales it made in like the first couple weeks was like a couple hundred thousand, which wasn't even like amazing. And they were like, this blew our expectations away. And it was just, oh my, oh, come on, man. Would you think you were going to sell like fucking a hundred copies? Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> They're almost disappointed. They could have proven, like, yeah, they, yeah. they could have been like proven, prove people right. Like, see, this is why we don't port things to this. And they're like, Steam. oh shit, I, I guess uh, people like the Steam platform, huh? It's like, for fuck's sake, man. And it also was like only like $20. So it wasn't, uh, it's Japanese companies, man. They're baffling. That's what we have proven here today. Is it just like, PCs are just not that prevalent in Japan. It, it is, but I, I also just like Sega's not like that though. Like that, it's. Sure. I mean, other, other own, parts of Sega own PC studios. Creative Assembly, exactly. <laughs> the Total War, they only make. They only make PC. Yes, games. and Sonic games have been coming out on PC for a long mm-hmm. time. So it's like maybe it's an Atlas thing. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I wonder how good, how well the um, the Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne re-release that just came mm-hmm. out sold on Steam, because that came out on Steam as well. I'm curious to know if that sold better than their expectations of zero or what the fuck have. I don't know, because that, that came out physically for consoles, too, which I was like, you know, mm-hmm. good for you guys. I guess that's cool. I never would have thought you would release a physical version of this PS2 re-release that you did nothing to, but. I mean, hey, good for physical collectors, I guess. Uh, and so, yeah, that's that's all for the news here. A lot of baffling shit, but I was happy. Mean, I was ra- I was going off this week. I was very excited. You're, you were not wrong. This was one of our lengthier news. news yeah, and I told you, I, I, time, I could so. keep talking about it. I'd, I'd tell you my favorite Nickelodeon characters all day. Uh-huh. Uh, but with that, we'll move into part two, mm-hmm. uh, where I guess I'll start because I usually start anyway. Okay. Um, I'm playing my making my way through Uncharted Three. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's a really good game. Yeah, I, I think it's just one of those. We- I think it's a really weird game where like it's just not as good as like one of the best games ever made with Uncharted Two. Mm-hmm. So people just like really shit on it in a way that I don't fully understand. Yeah, uh, but yeah. like I still think Uncharted Three is a, it's pretty solid, and they definitely did go through and like improve on some areas especially with like the gameplay and stuff it's just a case of like the story's just not quite as uh, gripping mm-hmm. um marvel's avengers i did finish it okay um it was it was all right um glowing reviews here yes <laughs> um captain america not dead what, what? Yeah, i can't believe you would spoil the game on the podcast like this uh, I won't spoil how he's not. Dead. Oh boy, he probably just he's didn't not even, dead. He probably just didn't even die. Um, I never really liked Modok as a character, but like I did end up kind of liking it in this. I think it worked. Yeah, Modok's whole thing is weird. Aim as a whole enemy thing is weird. Too. I think the big thing is just like it, he's just a big head. I don't really. Well, he's like got that. tiny legs and arms. I just 
I think this might be like just like another like why I don't like Sharpedo as a character as like a Pokemon either, <laughs> where it's just like it's just a head. Okay, I don't I don't like that for whatever reason. Hey, Bodok's got the small limbs in his floating chair. They're there. They exist. Sure, it, he's just primarily a head. No, and I, I don't, don't like it. I, and that so like I think that's like primarily why I'm not into Modok, but like whatever. Uh, as I said, it did work here because it just he started out as a regular human and then just like slowly deformed into oh, okay. into this character. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it ended up being you know just it it was a you know an earnest story that I liked. You know, I really like Kamala Khan. Um, it is just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I just. I don't know if I want to keep playing it and just like level up these characters to just level up the characters. But as I said, you can get shirtless Captain America now, so you got to do it. I think I already got that. Oh, shit. Well, now you're good. Yeah. It, it's just one of, I don't, I might check out like, cause like maybe they added new story for like, you know, the, the Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. I would hope so. I, I think they did. I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like I I'm invested in the story, not necessarily the gameplay and like leveling up this character. So I don't know. I'll, I'll probably just I I already bought it. I kept it with uh, with um, what do you call it? Uh, Gamefly. So I'll hold on to it and I'll probably just pop it in every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the last game that I'm going to talk about was also a Gamefly game, uh, Bio Mutant. Mm-hmm. And Manny, this is a game where on paper, it sounds like it could be an all right game. Yes. Uh, where it's just, it's got like a, it's got an RPG system. It does. So like you level up and you can like, it has crafting and it has like all these different abilities. It's you done can a lot of things. Uh, and you can just kind of like, you get experience by, you know, killing enemies and like just kind of exploring the open world so it's just it's got a lot of things and then you play it and you're just like this is a game that is just like the sum of the like less less of the sum of its parts type of thing you know it's just like something is missing and it's just it's not bad in any way it's just not fun to play i was gonna say i think the thing that's missing is the fun (laughs) (laughs) because like everything i have seen like people have said largely what i heard you just say is like right this has all the stuff like it has like you can customize the character like there's all this crafting component like there's all these things in explorable world people think that the in theory it's interesting or whatever and then in practice something about it just like (laughs) it doesn't mesh together fully so it feels like a bunch of disparate systems that were like taped together Mm -hmm. and they're just like oh this is gonna fly apart at any moment but also on top of that it just like they might not have like found the fun. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, there's a narrator and like the, the, the characters just kind of do this like gibberish. And then like, yeah. the narrator just kind of like, kind of like tells you what they're saying. Yeah, like a nature documentary type thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so it's like interesting in that sense, but like, it just, there's just something where I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what this game needs to f- to fix it. it but like the combat just doesn't quite work where like you hit people and you, it doesn't feel good to like swing the you know swing like the the sword or whatever weapon you have you have guns and you can shoot but like that's not really fun like it's just as i said like there's just i don't know what it is but something's missing and that something is unfortunately the the fun 
So like after about three hours, I was like, I could finish this, but like, I'm not a video game reviewer. I don't need to play this. <laughs> I know this is just like the most like six out of 10 game I could possibly play. You know? It's, yeah. It's not bad. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, it's a three out of five. It's a six out of 10. Like, it's just, it's just not, it's interesting that like, it's just what, I think it just perfectly shows like how hard video game development is where you have like on paper, you have all these great ideas and like with video game development, you're just spinning a lot of plates and you really don't know how the game's going to turn up until like pretty much the last like five, 10%. You put it all together and then you're like, Oh, is this fun? Well, but like other than that, this game was in like a weird development hell for quite a bit. So I, I assume they knew it was not like fully together. I but I think like you do get so close to it you don't even know if it's good anymore. Yeah, uh, because like uh, I always think of like God of War, like he, <laughs> I can't think of it. Oh, Corey Barlog, like he would always just be like, I don't know if this is very good. I don't know if this is very good. It, it like obviously it was one of the best games that came out that year. But like I think like all developers are gonna have that doubt. Uh, but like. I can't imagine when they put this in like other people's hands, whether like people, people are like, I don't know. It, it, I kind of feel bad for them because like they had a lot of great ideas and it just did not pan out. Yeah. And this is also one of those things where like, it's not like a full triple a team size. Like it was a smaller right. team. And I do think that if this had come out when it was originally supposed to a couple years ago, it probably would have been better received. Uh, but just like, I saw a lot of people saying it seems like weirdly like kind of outdated as well. Like it just like mm. parts of it feel old. Sure. Um, and that'll happen when your game is in development for a long time and it's too late to change out some of the systems that might feel a little bit more dated or whatever. But which I mean, like I, I don't mind like outdated systems. No. Yeah. Like, I mean, like the combat has to be fun and it just wasn't fun. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, like, it did have, like, a D&D, &D, like, leveling up system and, like, different, like, you, you could, like, with abilities and stuff. I It's just, uh, it's an interesting game, but, like, I was just, like, am I having fun? And the answer was just simply no. Like The thing that I also saw people bring up that is that this game feels like it should be full of personality. Yes. But because everything is delivered by the narrator none of the characters have personality because it's all him like yes. he didn't even like they didn't even tell him like oh like make a weird fake voice for this guy or whatever he's just like telling you about what this character is saying mm -hmm. so like you also lose the personality of that character and your character at the same time and it's like i i get it because i watched clips of like what it sounds like it like it sounds mm -hmm. like an attenborough yes. like nature documentary thing and like that makes sense in a nature documentary, but when you are controlling this character and like these people are talking to each other and like the society, like it, they have personalities, they have quirks. None of that comes through because of the way it's delivered. And like, that's not his fault and that's not the game's fault. It just seems like there may have been some other solution that just didn't come into play for that type of thing too. And I, I kind of wonder if it was a way to cut costs yes. or like, you only have to pay one person. Uh -huh. uh, 
which I mean, like the the narrator does a good job yeah, of what yeah. he's got to do. I'm not. I, I don't want to shit on him at all, but like it is just one of those things where, like, yeah, with it being a smaller team and probably not having a huge budget, this was probably a way to cut costs. But at the same time, like there were these moments where like something really sad happens to your mom at one point, and it's like this just didn't have any exactly impact on yeah. Me. Uh, so like this is not doing what it, it should be doing or needs to be doing. So like I wasn't gripped by the story. I wasn't gripped by the character. I wasn't gripped <laughs> by the combat. And I was just kind of like, I'm just kind of like playing this to level up to see the numbers go higher. And like there are better games to do that with. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, so like, it's it's, I, it's weird. Yeah. It. I'm glad I gave it a try because like it is one of those things where like, I paid a dollar for Gamefly, and this was one of those games that I kind of wanted to at least check out because I, I saw it got like such middling reviews. I wanted to see exactly why, and it's just like, oh, this is why. <laughs> yeah, because it is just like extremely middling, and it's not long. It's only like maybe ten hours, but like even then, I was just like, I have a whole pile of games I want to get to, and this is just not going to do it for me. So. Mm-hmm. But why don't you tell me about uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2? Yes. So the sequel to Monster Hunter Stories came out. I am playing it on Switch. It also came out on PC. This continues to show that the Switch leaves much to be desired in terms of power and performance uh, in ways that are kind of baffling to me. Are you telling me that like a Steam Deck might be the preferred way to play this? It would be, actually, I think, uh, because that's apparently Uh it runs perfectly well on pc as it should uh but like it's weird because it's it's mostly during the cut scenes where you where you would think that like it should just be fine but Mm -hmm. like it it, and it's not like terrible like don't get me wrong it's still perfectly playable it's just like sometimes it'll drop a couple frames and you're like but we're like in a cut scene guys like i don't know i don't know what's going on there and so like sometimes it'll just get a little stilted but like what I think baffles me about that the most is like monster hunter rise does not drop frames and it is graphically more is going on in that game. Like Mm -hmm. this is more like cell shaded, like fun cartoony graphics. It is more art style than like flat polygons, like straight up polygons. So like, I don't, I don't get it. What fucking magic sauce did Capcom sprinkle on monster hunter rise that made it be fine. And this is like, ah, whatever. The sauce is more money. I know. I, Spoilers. The, spoiler. The sauce is more money, but it's just it's weird because it's just like sometimes the performance stuff. I'll just be like, oh, come on, man. Uh, but other than that, it is it is a sequel to Monster Hunter Stories. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's a turn based RPG where you are not a monster hunter, but a monster rider. So in some islands in the Monster Hunter world, the people commune with monsters and then call them their monsties. And I hate that. Uh, but they're your friends and you love them and you ride them and they work together with you to fight wild monsters. Um, and then you like steal eggs from wild monsters to hatch, to make new monsties for yourself. I heard like, I remember when the first one came out, they were like, it's a little like Pokemon. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that, it is, it is okay. a monster. It is a monster taming RPG, if you will. 
as my huge book of JRPGs would tell you it's called. And like, uh, there are tons of games other than Pokemon that are like that, like Dragon, yeah, Qu- yeah, Dragon yeah. Quest Monsters was another one that came out around that same time back then. It's just Pokemon is like the Yeah, it's, big it's the one go-to to one that most people would know about. Uh, right. So yeah, it is, it is that. Yes, except that it is just you and one monster on the field at a time. Uh, so is it kind of like Digimon in that sense? Sort of. Or? For a lot of the game, there will be another human character and uh, their monster with you as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess once you beat it, you can like pick which one you want to have or whatever. But you can change between five monsters during battle, I think. Like you can have five in your party at a time. Okay. Um, and it is much more like rock, paper, scissors based than like straight up Pokemon. Like you have uh speed attack technical attack and power attack forms the triangle classic and one beats the other um and like what'll happen is if a monster is targeting you with a power move you want to use a speed move and that will make it so that like you do more damage to them because you beat them out uh but also depending on if they're using specific types of skills you might be able to stop them from using that skill or whatever Whereas your monster, you do not necessarily directly control, but they have like predetermined patterns like, oh, this is a speed monster. So it's going to use speed more often. So that's why you'd switch it out. Uh, This one, they do a little bit more with that than the first one where like you can equip different monster hunter type weapons. So like even though it has most of the types, really, there are only three that matter. There is blunt damage, slash damage and piercing damage. And so like some monsters uh, might take more damage from a blunt weapon like a hammer. And it'll let you know that like after you've used each type, you can switch freely on your turn um, if you want to do that. So you have to level up all these different weapons. It's the same as Monster Hunter, where like if you beat a specific monster, you'll get its parts and you can use that to craft um, stuff like that. Uh, the, the, the part where you play it, I think I like is my favorite part. I like Monster Hunter. I like its monsters. I like its character designs. So when you are going through that, it's like, I like collecting those monsters. I like seeing this world. Um, But the two parts where it falls apart for me so far as the story, where it's just like, I do not care about anything that is happening because it's like the most generic, like, oh my God, you're the chosen one story I have ever seen. And you're just like going from area to area to like stop the great cataclysm from happening because you are the one who hatched the special Rathalos who may or not may not destroy the world, but you believe in him. And it's just like, oh, boy, I get I get people say it gets better the later you go. But like, I don't think I'm ever going to get super attached to these characters or anything. It's just like I like the monsters and I'll keep playing it for that. Uh, The other thing is the environments are pretty bland. Uh, which you notice pretty quickly when you like the the dens where you get the monster eggs are randomly generated. And so like you'll go in and after your third one, you're like, oh, I see I've seen all the permutations of these dens. And you just like run in and run out to get an egg. Um, but yeah, it it has a lot of content in it. And that's the same thing with the first one. Uh, the main game takes like 30 or 40 hours to beat seems like a lot of people still have barely scratched the surface of the post game, which might add easily the same amount of time. Um, it's just like Monster Hunter, where it after the main game, it unlocks high rank. And then you, there are certain monsters you can only fight there. Things like that. All new quests, all new shit opens up. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a it's a fun JRPG. 
Um, right. And like, I guess the PVP aspects of it are actually pretty good um, because of the way you can like get monsters and like transfer their genes to other monsters, like in the same way you would do like IVs and EVs in sure. a regular Pokemon game. So you can like do some wild shit and make interesting monsters and like they have elemental weaknesses as well. So uh, people seem to like the PVP aspect of it. So that's cool for people who want to do that and breed and find randomly generated monsters and make them as good as possible. Uh, yeah, and like I like the art style. It's a it's a cute game. Um, Do you think there's a reason why it's not on other platforms? Uh, I bet Nintendo gave them money. Okay. Uh, I, like because yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Like the fact that right, it's right. on PC and not like PS4 or an Xbox, I don't think makes much sense. Other than that's that what I was Nintendo paid them because there's no reason for it. Like I mean, other than yeah, that, yeah. the first one was a 3DS game. Uh, that is also on Android now, I think. So you can like play it on mobile if you really. But I mean, like the, the first, first Monster Hunter was console, and then they went to handheld, right? Yeah, it was PS2, and then they went to um, PSP, and, and then they were like, "What if we released Monster Hunter World on console again?" And then it sold really, really, really well for them <laughs> in the West. Yeah, and like that's why a lot of big time Monster Hunter fans were upset by that, and were glad when Rise came out on the Switch. But like. I get it. Japanese culture is a lot different. Um, sure. The way commuting works and stuff like that. People like it to be portable, which is fine, especially in the case of this, because if you have a switch. It is. I'm saying, like, it doesn't could, have could, to be, you know, you could release it on switch and on exactly. Consoles. Yeah, yeah. And I would have bought it on PS4 pro pro, pro tip there. <laughs> well, and played it on your PS5. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just I would not have picked the Switch version if there was if there yeah, was another yeah. version. Like I I could have gotten it on Steam. And I guess now in retrospect, I kind of regret that. But like, whatever you you're like me. If you have the choice, you're going to go with the console usually. Yeah. Uh, but I just think that like the performance, like it irks me enough from time to time where I'm just like, ooh, could have got the Steam version. <laughs> but it, it's fine like it, it's mm-hmm. uh, tr- truly it's not that bad it's just like it happens enough or i'm just like no oh, the switch what do you what what are you guys like what about? i'm what i'm hearing is i think like i think i might actually like this oh i i think you would yes and but like i said the story is like like it, it is so flat it is nothing and there are even characters from the first game where they're like trying to make a big deal about how they're back and i'm just like you can't get me with this. I don't care. What you know, uh, story's more important to you than it is to me. No, I know the collection of the monsters though is mm-hmm. is fine. It's it's like and, and leveling up the monsters. It, it it seems like something I might actually enjoy. Yeah, and that's the strategy of it is cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that that's all I got. That's really all I played this week. Um, and then I think I have like a week before more games that I want to play come out. Uh, the world ends with you, Neo, and um, the Great Ace Attorney should be out within the next week or two. And then August comes, and then everything finally mm-hmm. starts coming out again. Uh, so yeah, so so that 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 is cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I I am excited. I have been enjoying the things I have been playing, uh, which is nice. I'm very excited. Oh, Manny, I did want to tell you. Yes. I know you mentioned that you were thinking about getting the expansion pack for Forza Horizon 5. Yes. It's on sale right now. No. How much is it? 
five dollars less <laughs> hell yeah baby <laughs> and so there was a part of me last night i was like should i do this now and i was like it's i'm saving five dollars i don't even know if it's yeah but like it. you can play early right <laughs> four days early oh my god see it's worth it <laughs> so i think it's like 45 right now or okay it's normally i mean 50. like i mean it's worth it yeah. for like the two expansions that i'm definitely gonna buy anyway same yeah i i, uh, I didn't last time but i right, i think right. so like my thing is I, i'm i'm not gonna buy the game i'm gonna be playing it on game pass yes i yes. would I, I would love to give them 45 dollars for their, yeah, for yeah, their yeah. product i think so yeah, and you get like cars and other things. Yeah, the car, which the cars I probably won't care about as much, mm-hmm. uh, but the expansion stuff, I you know, and yes. I, I, if I can play it four days early, I will do mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it's not going to change the fact my that, life, but the fact that we're not paying for it and it's another like forty five dollars, <laughs> I think that is like if it was a hundred and yes, five dollars, yes. like, if, if I, I was, if I was paying sixty dollars for a copy of this game, I'd be like, maybe I will wait for that. But if it's just like <laughs> slightly less than the price of what the game would be, it whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to let you know that yeah. I know you talked about it. Yeah, so like, that's sweet. You, you can get on that, and... and like even at a bare minimum, I know I will enjoy this game. Yeah. So like, yeah. As we broke down it last week, like every single iteration has gotten a higher score. Yeah. So like, their 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 trajectory is going up. Just, I don't like, know if it'll continue to do that, but this is one of those games where it's like, at its bare minimum, it is the last game again. Yeah. And I liked that enough already. <laughs> so like, if they even if they hit that low bar. I am pleased. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, they seem to always go higher. So it, it's going to be fine. I am positive. Some of that multiplayer stuff look kind of fun. Yeah, like with the bowling pins and shit, yeah, where people yeah. can just like make wild shit. Yeah, I, uh-huh. that kind of stuff seems cool too. So, I'm in. You know. Uh, yeah, so I guess that makes this one of the shorter episodes, but that's fine. Uh, I right, mean, right. if I really wanted to pad it out, we could talk more about Nickelodeon. Um, mm-hmm. but I, but I, 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 I mean, I need time to prepare for that. So okay. Like, okay, as okay. I <laughs> maybe, maybe that's our top, top 10, top 10 Nickelodeon characters we want in that game. Yeah. I'm going to have to dig deep. I'm going to have to find mm-hmm. like stick stickly or something, you know, from the old commercials, the popsicle stick that would be, Oh my God, that'd be so good. <laughs> be so good. Uh, did you watch that Nickelodeon documentary on Hulu? No. You should probably watch. I should, that. yeah. Um, what? Uh, uh, I can't. I, I can't get into a bunch of stuff. I was going to talk about how Adventure Time, the pilot, was originally on Nickelodeon, and then they mm. were like, "Ah, oh, we're going to pass on this." And then it was one of the most successful Cartoon Network shows of all time. Uh, I don't know if that would have worked as well on Nickelodeon. Oh, it's though. so good. I'm not trying to like. I'm not putting down the game, uh, the, the show. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying like that feels more like a cartoon network show to me. I uh, I see I don't know because more modern cartoon network shows I feel like feel more like old Nickelodeon shows. Oh okay, I guess I I I'm just remembering from where they're just like fucking weird. Mm. Like cat dog level shit where you're like this is kind of creepy actually. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I yeah, that, now that I think about it Nickelodeon did have some weird shows in the 90s. Sure did. They were just normal to us. They you know? were. And then like now you think about it and you're like, oh, they really did imply constantly that whatever one end of cat dog ate, the other one would shit it out mm-hmm. of their mouth. 
they did imply that constantly. And I don't like that thought. I don't like that. But I will leave you, the audience, with that thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. And we will be back next week with more hot video games. Peace out.